Merry Christmas and welcome to the Modern Christian Dudes Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson alongside Funko Pro Greg Walden. Merry Christmas to you, Merry sir. Merry Christmas, and everybody. Big Ben, a.k.a. King Ranch, ask you. Merry Christmas. In the house. We're all hopped up on eggnog in the studio. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. With the exception of Funko Pro Greg tea. Walden. He's drinking tea. <laughs> yeah. We'll let that music linger there for a moment, but... Nog. Nothing like the you know you're getting older when you like eggnog. I never used to oh, like man. eggnog, but now Listen, I do. I so as soon as as Walmart started carrying eggnog, I've been purchasing it. Hey, that was four dollars and twenty four cents. Yeah, just it's a ex- little. It's expensive it's gone this up. year. The nog's I, going up this year. I think I've yep. I've put down about four. I think four of them. <clears throat> so I that originally they didn't have the that that brand. The what is that? Hillard Highland Highland. Yeah. They didn't Which have that this brand. This one I like. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. They they. Uh, all they had was the the Southern Comfort one. I saw that. I didn't get it. It's non-alcoholic. I, I hope it's cheaper. <laughs> it's it's non-alcoholic, but, like it. but it, it's it is Southern Comfort. I, I I'm assuming you're supposed to buy it and then put like actual alcohol in it. So, but uh, what kind of alcohol are you supposed to put in eggnog anyway? Whatever you want, or I have no idea. I don't really consume of the alcohol, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. No, actually, yeah, it know? is whatever you want. I did ask a guy that the other day. A friend oh. of mine, he's not a Christian. <clears throat> like Southern, probably Southern, alcohol. Southern Comfort. <laughs> I, I asked him, <laughs> and we're good, we're, you know, friends, good right. relationship. And I was like, what do you do for Christmas? He's like, drink alcohol. And I was like, oh my gosh. eggnog. And he's like, what? I did ask out. Yeah, what do you put in? He's like, whatever you want. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I think the, the average person so usually I, so puts I whiskey. Try, so I should try to put Mountain Dew in it. And, <laughs> and see what happens. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I had a well, I had a great grandma yeah. that they always said that her eggnog would knock you out. Like you'd always have to take a nap afterwards. <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas from the Modern Christian Dudes. Might be the last one. We might squeak in one more episode before 2023. But here mm. we go. Funko Pro Greg Walden didn't buy anyone Christmas presents this year. Um, I got him Kelsey's Crunch, two boxes, <laughs> and so he didn't get us anything. Yeah, is my understanding. I guess yeah. I, I guess I'm playing the part <laughs> of Scrooge here. Lunch. So, oh, uh, Ben, you forgot yours, or did I, you buy any, or did you forget? I, I had or both. <laughs> I had plans, but I've been. <clears throat> I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't got around to it All yet. All right. But well, I got. I, I am planning. I did, I did get Funko Pro uh, uh, Greg Walden a present, but this is your present to mm. you here from me. Oh. Uh, not a, definitely the creative juices were not flowing as like deeply last as last year. Yeah. The vision of the huntress, your wife. Oh, yeah. The photo shoot in the forest with her gun. Okay. Not by myself with already, my daughter Zoe. I already like it <laughs> because it says Star Wars. It's a t shirt. Yep. Got Star a little. Star Wars. Retro Star Wars. Retro nice. vintage Star Wars t-shirt. Oh, sweet. 77 Star Wars, too. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That is definitely my alley. How did you know I like Star Wars? Yeah, we got the Star Wars nerds <laughs> on the show here. Yep. Greg Walden been asking. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there we go. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, I actually, okay. I'm getting wings today. <clears throat> being, if you're being honest with you, Greg I did. I did find. <laughs> I did find a gift for you, but I needed to come in your office and and make sure you didn't already have it. So I'm gonna have to take a little peek around. Yep. We should. You should try and see if you can get. Uh, Pastor Rachel in a photo shoot, you know, see if she'd go for that. I actually, I actually thought about it. Could you cosplay, Pastor Rachel? Could you cosplay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would just be humorous enough. Shira, yeah, Shira. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, if we're being honest, I could probably Photoshop it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she 
wouldn't do it. I'm guessing. Yeah, she'd but be anyway. pretty mad. She'd look great in a Shira costume, but I don't think she'd do it. So. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. I'm glad she doesn't listen. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Somebody Dude's talking news, sports, and God. We're going to go through a few things. We are going to do, well, let me go through a couple. We are going to, just for fun, okay, uh, <laughs> So bad news, we used to have 50% females watching the show. Oh, no. I don't know how accurate the analytics are. Right. I checked the analytics the other day, 100% male, oh. 0% female. Yeah. What happened? 0% non-binary, 0% oh, my. Ever. <laughs> So it's a show for dudes. I wonder, what, I wonder what happened. I don't know. Was it just our- Offensive. Offensive. Well, we probably- Non-woke. Non well, I mean, we talked about certain animal Animal body parts for food, which probably turned off some of the Okay, audience. but we are going to, in a moment, call Target. Uh, get your phone there ready, Funko Pro Greg Walden. The number is 417. We're going to call a live call here on the show to Target to see what we should buy our wives this year. We'll ask them that in just a second. 417-659-8755. Let's just go ahead and do it right now. So, guys, you gotta turn, what are you getting? You're going to have to turn that up. Yeah, we're going to have to turn that up there. Thank you for calling the Joplin Target store okay, for we're in hours Southern and Missouri. location information. Press 1. To reach a specific department, might have press to hit, 2. Uh, to speaker speak to phone. Press 2, pharmacy, yeah. Press 3. Specific for department. electronics, See press 1. Guest service desk, order pickup or drive up, press 2. Can you hear the... Uh, Food and beverage, I press can. 3. Or, Apparel and accessories, press 4. Press 4. Can you hear what? Can you hear the call? Yeah, was she? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now, can they hear us? Is that on speaker? Uh uh. -uh. Yep. No, you don't. You don't need. Hello? Oh. It's not on there anymore. What happened? We lost it. It was on there. You must have hit a button or something. I think when you hit speaker. There, yeah. Go back. I don't. Thank you for calling the Joplin Target Store for hours and No, would you hit it, it? Bounced back to our system here. Would you? I, I think I speaker knocked it out of blue, Bluetooth. Sorry, that response was invalid. Oops. For hours and location information. Okay, we might have to come back to it so those of you are already checking out of our podcast because we're doing nothing right now. For electronics, press one. Yeah, you bounced out of the Bluetooth when you hit speaker. Yeah, you're going to have to put it back on Bluetooth, otherwise it won't pick up on the thing. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. I was just curious. <clears throat> I'm looking for a gift for my wife, and I, I didn't know if you guys uh, had any suggestions on what's most popular this year. Um, I know the one thing that's been really popular this year is there's back in, like, the seasonal section, they have these cute, like, um, they contain, like, these, like, little tea bags and stuff, and but they're, like, turn into like really cute like Christmas lanterns and I know those have been tea, off the shelves. Tea there. bags that make it's tea. Like what? Tea bags that make tea? Like the beverage? Uh, yeah, so <clears> like <throat> inside, like it's a canister, so inside um, it has all the tea bags and then on the outside, um, like once you take the tea bags out, it turns into like a lantern that you can put like a candle in. Oh, that's they also have uh, like a caramel macchiato and a hot chocolate one. Oh, that's cool. My wife loves coffee. So, oh, yeah, so it's going to be back in the seasonal section. I know that we still have, we have some left, but not too much. Okay. What about clothes? My my wife likes clothes. Um, I know this year a lot of the, um, it's like a really big, like, it's like a black cardigan slash sweater. I know those have been really popular in the clothes. Right. And also they have those uh, necklaces that have the, um, 
like the letters, like the initial of the, the person on it, and those are pretty popular too. Okay. Okay. What about anything else? Like, uh, uh, I don't know specifically what has been super popular, but I know that we have a lot of like mini, like little gift sets up front, and like the cosmetics that like have like birds bees and like face mask and like like all that sort of stuff, and those are also really popular this year. I see. Okay, what about shoes? What what are, <clears throat> what kind of shoes? Like I know, like UGG, um, UGG boots have been popular in the past, but yeah, the uh, the boots are always popular. Um, they have these like really nice brown suede ones at the moment brown that I know we had to get like talking like three or four times for. So I see. Okay, well you you helped out a lot. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. Have a great day. You as well. I I, I didn't even want to laugh there because that guy was doing such a great job. Yeah, he like listen. I, that was good. Uh, it was seamless. Yeah. I thought for sure he'd be like, uh, no mess what ups. That guy's dialed in. We got to give him a good yeah. review. I, I feel yeah. like, I, I feel like he would like, this is what, how I thought I was going to go. I thought I was going to go, Hey, I just, I'm looking for a gift for my wife. I want to know, uh, wh what, what's out there. I thought for sure he'd be like, uh, like <laughs> this is weird, but he was like, totally like, yeah, we've got these tea bags and like seasonal tea bags. <laughs> seasonal, seasonal tea bags. Uh, he did say like facials and stuff. There's like caramel macchiatos. There we go. There you go. Modern Boots Christian dudes. are always good. Yep. Boots are always good. They got like these suede ones, I guess. All right. Shout out to Target, even though they're yeah. woke and crazy yeah. and stuff like, like that. That That's was good, le good legit. Yeah. You did a good, pretty good job. That went way too good. <laughs> oh man. No humor there. Good job. Shout out to that guy. We didn't yeah. get his name, did we? We could no, call back. I didn't ask. I didn't want to. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some news, sports, uh, and God. So I resubscribed to Disney Plus and HBO Max, and I canceled them. Well, I need to cancel them right away so I don't get charged for next <laughs> yeah. month because I'm just going to use them for Christmas movies, Christmas watching. So yeah. I thought about going to Black Adam, but it's on HBO Max. So I yes. did watch the movie oh, yeah, yeah. officially. Here's the official review. So Black Adam, the rock Dwayne Johnson, he plays it. Here's the backdrop. So an ancient Kondak. So when you this is all like stolen Marvel stuff. So Kondak <clears throat> is like Wakanda, essentially. Right. So like it's a stolen Wakanda version. Okay, T Teth Adam was bestowed the almighty powers of the gods after using the powers for vengeance. That's where he's a bad guy. So he uses the powers to like just destroy everybody because he's angry right. and mad because his people were enslaved and stuff like that. Um, which, you know, the anti-Moses, if you will, maybe from the mm. Bible, instead of freeing his people, he just yeah. destroys everyone. All right. So after using these powers for vengeance, he was imprisoned, becoming Black Adam. Nearly 5,000 years have passed. Black Adam has gone from man to myth to legend. Now, uh, he, now free, his unique form of justice born out of rage is challenged by modern day heroes who form the Justice Society, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. So that's the story. They, they get the backdrop. They tell that backstory. One lady says, Shazam! And then, boom, there, here comes Black Adam. He's alive, and he just destroys everybody. The, what did they call The Justice Society, they're trying to contain him and get him under control right. and tell him, like, you can't just kill people. And he's like, well, that's what I do, blah, blah, blah. So, interesting. The overall takes of the movie are it was better than expected, a little bit better than I thought. Mm -hmm. Black Adam, I don't think he's going to be this hero everyone's going to identify with and connect. Okay. He's no Iron Man. He's no Captain America. He's... Not a beloved figure. Lots of stolen, Mar you know, lots of stolen Marvel stuff. See, okay, using you, see, you say that humor. though, but that, I mean, this is all. These are all comic books that have been written for a while. 
Correct. Yeah, you know, and so it, <clears throat> I, f- I do feel like they've kind they kind of mimic each other in a sense. Anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They all have their their alternate. Yeah. For for uh, you know, so Adam Smasher, for example, Doctor Fate is like Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. essentially. They're different powers, different right. looks, but it's like you're going for the same kind yeah. of feel, right? Adam Smasher is, um, what's his name from Marvel? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Adam Smasher is Ant-Man, you know? Right. So like uh, Hawkman, you know, so anyway, Hawkman was great. I thought Hawkman was awesome. Pierce his character. Bronson. No, that was Dr. Fate. So uh, Hawkman, I thought as a character, his look, and you mm. could tell they put a lot of money into this movie because it looked visually, it was a very awesome movie. Yeah. So you can tell that they dropped <clears throat> well, lots I think of coin in it. We had somewhat of a conversation about this yesterday, but you know, DC isn't like, like honestly, DC is in a good spot right now because they Marvel. I feel like Marvel is kind of going in a, in a, a strange direction and I don't think it's going to be popular. Yeah. I, th- I think I, I feel like we're seeing the, the, the decline of Marvel which is a great opportunity for DC to step in. But the only DC's problem is in chaos. Right. Henry Cavill <laughs> yeah. is out. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, but yeah. that, Dwayne Johnson's but mad. That's, but that's all because they are revamping DC. They got rid of Henry Calvin because they're going to start a new, they're, going, they're basically wanting to do what Marvel did ten, 10 years ago or 11, 12 years ago. So they're trying to set up the DC universe to be popular. And I, I don't know. I think I think the the thing that DC has done wrong, if you look at the the DC movies that have been popular and that are actually good, the ones I think are Christian Bale, hands yep, hands yep. down, those are the best DC movies that have come yep. out. Now their only mistake that they did was having Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. That was just weird and awkward, <laughs> and it didn't work. But that Anne whole Hathaway universe, that whole Tom, universe of please. of Christian Bale's Batman was you know gritty and and dark and yeah. you know and that's what dc is and it fit it fit batman's <clears throat> it fit character batman's yeah. character yeah. that's what they that's what dc needs to do like dc is not funny dc is not it does not have comedy like uh, yes there's flash that's kind of funny and makes little jokes yeah. like spider-man does but for the most part they should not try to be funny you know and that's what they did right. did but ro- they tried they're trying right. they're trying to still well, that's what they to. they did wrong with so uh, stop it. with ben affleck's batman yeah. Like they tried to add little comedy in there and, and stuff and make you laugh. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> when you have a serious tone movie, when you add in the, the jokes, it breaks that serious tone and it, it kind of ruins it. So it's got to be it right. So they need to just be serious and, and do DC like the comic books. And I yeah. think it would be better received. You uh, walk away. It's again, another movie that's like not bad, not really good. Yeah. Good. But your walk away, better in my than, opinion, feeling like there's still just better something than Thor, missing. Love and Thunder. Ooh, I w- yeah, I would say it's better just because the wokeness yeah. wasn't there right. like it was in Thor, which was yeah, yeah. very well, very. Evident even my brother said like that new Willow series. I didn't watch, but my brother uh, he's talking to my yep. brother. He said, "Don't yep. watch it." It's like it's. A I started. Woke. I started that lit that that Willow series. And I didn't get that's through on the Disney fir- Plus. Yep, I didn't okay. get through the first episode because wow. I mean it's very it's they have all the woke stuff that are, are in it and yeah I was I was like I was really bummed actually I uh-huh. was really bummed. My brother warned me he's like don't watch don't. it. <laughs> yeah. All right, there we go. So I'm going to move on from that one. Black Adam. Uh, I'll let you you know use your own discretion. All right, on to the next story. I'll bounce over to you, Funko Pro. After this, but Donald Trump, I'm I'm kind of already 
I guess I've never been on the Trump train per se. I feel his odds are diminishing and he got buried this last week by kind of both sides of the fence, if you will. Yeah. Cause he said he had a big announcement, a major oh, announcement. Yeah. Okay. That was so, a troll, man. So that people, was a troll. So people were like, what's his major announcement that he's going to make? Is it a new party, et cetera, et cetera. Well, here's what it was. Donald Trump came out with his own NFT collection. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. So, he trolled. He, he had the media. He trolled the media on that. That dude. That was a media troll. Yeah, that's that's you know what that's called, publicity. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's so talking about former it. Former U.S. President Donald Trump's non-fungible NFT digital trading card collection sold out. So it did sell out, according to data from OpenSea at time of writing. The collection's trading volume is 900 ETH, and so you have to buy it in crypto. You have to buy. Yeah. His NFTs in crypto. Say nine hundred. You can't buy it in FTX. Oh, never mind. Uh, about one hundred eight, <laughs> one point zero eight million. Its floor price is about point one nine. ETH are about two hundred thirty dollars. Two hundred thirty yeah. US dollars. Yeah. Okay. So interesting, but the downside is, uh, I don't like. Here's what I do agree with: is like he's like, I mean. Greg Walden's the MAGA guy of the three of us here. Yeah. But he in polls coming out this last week, polls come out, he's getting crushed by DeSantis right now. Yeah. Uh, and he is, I just think Trump's done. I do. I yeah, think he's done. I, yeah. I, well, I don't really take, I don't take a, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a diehard Trump person. I, I just, I mean, there he's good on some areas. He's not, I, I, I don't like it. I, I like him in his economy and, and, yeah. and national defense. In foreign policy, he's good. Yeah, I mean, you can't I, you can't spike the guy for that. That's that's my that's my viewpoint too. Trump yeah. is is great yeah. policy. I loved his policy, yeah. and I think that he played he played the media perfectly. You know, it was like like a magic trick. He would he would say something and put something over here, and then he'd get something done behind you know behind the curtain. So I, I loved his policies. It was great. Economy was doing awesome. You know, and I agree. He's very pro-Israel too. He's very pro-Israel. Yeah, but the 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 problem is is his mouth. Yeah, he's you know he's, he just couldn't he 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 was a, his own worst enemy. Right. You know. So interesting. Polls are always interesting. Sometimes they can be true. Sometimes not. Yeah. Obviously, this particular poll that came out last week, DeSantis, fifty six point three percent. Trump, thirty four point five. I have, a, I have a feeling it's going to be DeSantis. I I do. I I feel be. like it's going to be DeSantis because he's. Like through the COVID deal, he seemed like the the strongest leader out of everybody. Right. So, yeah, I I would probably if it was if it was in the primaries between Trump Trump and DeSantis, I would probably lean toward DeSantis. He, but here's here's another one. And we're getting into politics. How boring. But <laughs> yes. uh, Tulsi Gabbard just left the Democratic Party and is probably going to run as an independent. Mm -hmm. Which she used to be a Democrat. She might pull some of those moderate Democrats to that independent line, depending, well, I mean, if, if you're not happy, Kirsten Sinema, Kirsten, Kirsten Sinema left the Democrat party. Too. Right. But see, then here's the other issue. If, if Trump doesn't get the Republican nomination is, would he run as an independent? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, see, the problem see. is here. Well, when I, when I see a Democrat leave the Democrat party and become independent, I just say there's another Democrat that's changing a D to an I, but they're still a Democrat. Yeah. That just my, this is just my viewpoint. Bernie Sanders is, I say, he's no, you can't tell him he's, he's yeah. an independent. The only reason why he's not a Democrat is the Democrat party is not radical enough for him. Yeah. Kirsten Sinema, 
Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Cinema. But see, but okay. she left the Democrat Party. Now, now we're she's now we're getting into really boring politics. Yeah. But <laughs> if a de- if if Tulsi Gabbard runs as an independent, for the majority of the part, that's going to take votes away from the Democrat I nominee. Think take, I think, nominee. No, I think it'll take a part from the Republicans. Because oh. remember, she's coding closing up to the conservatives. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, Donald Trump NFTs, I thought they were totally cheesy. Did you see him? No. He's yeah. like all ripped out I, and buff in him and everything. And I don't think it's an accurate depiction of it, his physical body. I think that's why it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's marketing. Uh, that's marketing for you. It's yeah. marketing for you. Good we'll job. see what happens. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. You know, who who knows? Maybe we'll go, Biden, he'll go another four years. It'll be interesting. You know what so. he should, you know what Biden should do? Sleep. Come out with his own <laughs> NFTs. Come out with his, uh, release his own <laughs> NFTs. Well, they did poke. They did say that he <clears throat> tweeted something out as far as like, wow, look, that was a great major announcement that you made there, uh. Donald Trump. And uh, anyway, awesome. but I mean, it could be a negative. I mean, if you keep saying like you have major announcements and it's just to sell stuff to your yeah. base audience, yep. that'd be interesting. So, well, he did come up with a speech after that. I mean, he did the empty, but then he actually came up with a speech. Of, subs, of of basically subs, what he would do if he on his first day of inauguration if he was reelected, and uh, you know my first opinion was, dude, why didn't you do that the first time he was in? Yeah, but that was just my opinion. But okay, well let's anyways. bounce over to some sports now. Well, okay. now that we're all hyped up and maybe some people are listening, yeah. whether you're whatever you might be, so go for it, Greg Walden. Oh, sports? Yes. Oh, didn't yeah. you have a sports take? Well, it I was can, a hot week of NFL football for sure. The, yeah, the Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. the greatest. Oh, sorry. Did you want to go no, yeah, take go it away there? No, the uh, greatest comeback of NFL history. NFL history. Yeah. Down were, 31 yeah. points. No, 33. They 30, were down three. It was 33 okay. to zero. Was it was 33 to zero at halftime. Poor, that poor quarterback. And then 136 <clears throat> to 33, correct? Was 30, the final 30, 39 to 36. Is it Matt, Matt Ryan? Yeah, Matt Ryan. Um, yeah. For the Colts, right? Matt Ryan yeah. is then, now, um, now has the, the biggest comeback. Loss yeah. in oh yeah in in Super Bowl history and in NFL history that Super Bowl was crazy. Well, I felt hilarious because I didn't really have either side on that particular Super yeah, Bowl. Me neither. But it was interesting. Atlanta Falcons owner came down to the field. Yeah. He's getting ready, you know, to for celebrate. the celebration, yep. trophy presentation, and they lose it. Oh, yeah. My well, see, but the, <clears throat> they put it on on the quarterback, but that's not his fault. That's the defense's fault. Yeah, it's like. You see, I, I, I remember one time, this was the Chiefs, but, and then Chiefs against the Colts. And yeah. Chiefs, Colts has always been kind of the, the nemesis of the Chiefs right. in the playoffs. And this is back, what, like 2015 or something? It was, it was a while back. And I've been, uh, I've been seeing things where they're talking about the NFL is fake. Well, I, I have my opinion. Sometimes I think it's kind of a, yeah. a WWF of football. But anyways, yeah. but but uh, one time the Chiefs Wait, had a th- WWF is fake. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't Greg Walden you. said that wrestling is fake. I didn't. I didn't mean to rent it for you guys. But yeah, somebody needs to chop him right now. <laughs> but uh, anyways, years back was a, it was a playoff game between the Chiefs and the Colts, and the Chiefs were up 35 to 10 at halftime. And my wife's like, "Yeah, there's no way they can lose," and they lost it. At wow. <laughs> That's, that's why we play the game, right? As the old, yeah. the classic saying, that's football. why we play NFL the game. NFL for you. Yep. It's NFL for you. But yeah, the Chiefs head up. Who right. else was there? Uh, I don't have the scores right in front of me, but there was a lot of good games. The yep. Cowboys got beat. They were, they yeah. choked it up there in the end. I, I'm, yes. I don't want to talk about it. Chiefs almost. Chiefs <laughs> about got spanked yesterday. I've stopped paying, I've stopped paying attention at the beginning okay, of the Okay, 49ers beat the Seahawks. The Vikings 39-36. to 36. They got that big dub there. 
Uh, we had the Browns with over the Ravens. Oh, yeah, the Bills. They had a big comeback win there, 32-29. to 29. The Eagles still rolling 13-1. and one. Yep. Saints over the Shout Falcons. Out to you. Shout out to my buddy Glenn. Yeah. Oh, that ja- yeah, the Jaguars <clears throat> beat the Cowboys 40 to 34. Collapse yeah. by Dak Prescott to Chiefs 30 to 24. Ugly yeah. win over the 1 and 12 Texans. That was ugly. Ugly, ugly win. The Raiders, oh, yeah, the Raiders beat the Patriots on a last play there. That was interesting, 30 to 24. So now the Patriots 7 and 7. Uh, once again, down season without. Tom Brady, the Bengals. Oh yeah, the the Bengals came back and won too. That's right, thirty four to twenty three over the Buccaneers. They had a Joe Burrow. He is the man. He's catching fire here. So and what's yeah. crazy Bengals, is the team, Buccaneers could still win their division. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So very interesting yeah. in the the NFL world. There, that's NFL is. That's what I love. I'm an NBA guy, but that's what I do love about the NFL is you just it's you, unpredictable. I know it is very. They designed yeah. the league very well, where there's unpredictability. The downside of the NBA is there's very little unpredictability. Yeah. a lot of times. Yeah, but so. the best team does win, and that's what in I, the NBA, yeah, which I like. So okay, I, I wanted to hit on 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 Elon Musk again, just a little bit, not very long, just a little bit. Okay, so I I saw a video of Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas, yep. and he made a comment on Elon Musk, which was kind of like a oh my gosh moment. <laughs> okay, so his he was talking about the, uh, Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter, and he's like he's like you know you got to realize that Elon Musk has Neuralink, which is basically Neuralink is supposed to be a seamless connection to the internet with your brain. That's essentially what it's supposed to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. And <clears throat> he was saying that one of the things that you really need with that is the, the AI learning. You need, <clears throat> you need data okay. for that AI to learn. And he said, what there is not, there isn't a bigger data source than Twitter. <clears throat> so he was suggesting that Elon Musk really, purchased twitter to help his uh neural link technology for, for okay. getting data right. and stuff like that which brings up the, interfacing the, with the brain is right what the, uh, their website here is promoting yeah. yeah which it brings up the point that i brought up before too it's like we're looking we need to look at at elon musk and everything that he currently owns and, and is working in i mean he's got tesla which is the the forefront of evs right he's got a starlink which is the forefront of internet for the future yeah <clears throat> he has neuralink which is a seam- seamless connection of your brain to uh the internet and and stuff and interfacing then he's got <clears throat> twitter right which is a massive source of data for his ai for tesla and all of these things and then he has his uh spacex which is if you think about it, like, oh my goodness, mm. when you think of it in a grand, grand scheme of things. Anyway, just putting oh. that out there, just a little thought and maybe some conspiracies starting from. Okay, so Neuralink, here's from their website. Neuralink <laughs> is building a fully integrated brain computer interface system. Sometimes you'll see this called a brain machine interface, BMI. Either way, the BCIs are technologies that enable a computer or other digital device to be controlled directly with brain activity. 
For example, prior research has demonstrated that a person with paralysis can control a computer mouse or keyboard just by thinking about how they want to move. Our mm. goal is to build a system that is safe, fully implanted, and cosmetically invisible, available at home or out and about, and usable without assistance. Our device called the Link aims to record from 1024 electrodes and is being designed to meet these criteria. Yep. Yep. I just mentioned somebody hacking your hacking your brain. Yeah. Well, it's, there's like an app. What, so can yeah. you get it now? It's like I don't know. Can you actually get this thing? There's pictures. So Neuralink, there it's there's a, an app. It's something that they put in your brain. Right. Is basically what it is. Well, they're showing it. The Link a sealed so, implanted device that processes and transmits neural signals. What he, what he really originally talked about, what they're starting with with Neuralink is uh, paraplegics and people that have have. Uh, you know, obviously can't have, doesn't have use of one of their limbs or something. He's saying that they could potentially connect those nerves and those muscles back to the brain with the Neuralink and be able to help paraplegics walk, walk again, or, you know, different things like that, which is amazing. He's like, that's the, that's the start of it. That's where they, they start their research. But the intent is to, uh, reduce the, uh, the time it takes for you to search something, right? Okay, so it's not it's it's not a thing yet. It says Neuralink does not currently have any clinical trials available for enrollment. If you participate in the patent registry and we determine that you meet preliminary eligibility for future clinical trials, we may contact you. Yep. So not like a thing quite yet. Yep. There's but, a registry. Elon let's, Musk. Let's is, go. Elon but, Musk says that he'll he'll be the first one. Nice. Okay. Good for, good for him, but I ain't doing it. <laughs> All right. That man, so fascinating. But uh, it's the bigger, I was talking to someone last night at church about technology because I said, it doesn't matter what you believe is going to be the next thing. I, I don't care. So AR, right. VR, you know, any of the Neuralink, the, the goal, no, no matter what companies, Apple, Amazon, the goal is they're, they're trying to be the first one. So yeah. it's all it's all money because they want to be in control of yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. So whatever it is, so you know whatever. Yeah, that's why Meta, aka yep. it's Facebook, fail, it's failing. It's failing. I told but you. The, the idea yeah. though is you, like they think if Meta is the next wave, you heard it here, here. first, folks. Yep. I said Trump's losing. You're saying that Meta's going to fail. Okay, yeah. those are two hot takes for the day. But it's like you know. Again, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or don't believe it. The goal is like if the metaverse becomes a thing, we're ahead of the game and we control it all. Right. The goal of Elon, yeah. as much as we love Elon, the goal is like, hey, I, in my opinion, is like he doesn't want to necessarily Tesla doesn't have to be the biggest car company in the world. He just wants to be the biggest battery maker in the world so right. that every person is submissive to his yeah. well, that's what I, that's know, what I like said. That. I said, if it, they, I mean, they basically made the technology. So he has... I'm sure they have patents on all of the uh, the the power plugins and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all, I mean it's all yep. gonna go back to back to him. It's like and then he, con he controls it. Yep, and it's like Amazon is. Why do you think they sell Echo Dots, uh, <laughs> Zots, Echo Dots, uh -huh. uh, Fire tablets? You know, so cheap. They don't. Yeah. They, they're not trying to make money on that. They're trying yeah. to get everyone to have one. Right. Ooh, so they're submissive to the brings up yep. ecosystem. That That's bring, the goal. That right. brings up a, a good one too on China. So China, yeah, China. So there, there. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about China. There was a company in China that was selling extremely cheap 5G equipment, like for your phones oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. and all these things, selling it like. 
not even profitable prices. And what they were saying is, is that now they're like, like a massive percentage yeah. of our towers and things and all of our data is China. being, is, yeah. it's, is all now accessible to China and China has all of the, you know, and the, the companies can't even afford to replace all of that stuff that they bought from China with stuff that is not from China. Gotcha. And yep. it's like that. And that's, yeah. you know, they just made it so cheap, <laughs> it, so cheap that yeah. it wasn't even profitable for their companies, but the Chinese government, you know, that conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember the Huawei, the highway, how do you pronounce it? Huawei phones. Mm -hmm. that, that's those, a good restaurant. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, the, I had a <laughs> Huawei phones. Uh, Huawei. 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 I had a friend that had one. Yeah. I had a friend that had one because he, he was like really big into tech and stuff. And he said that he would turn his phone off at night, power it off, and then turn it back on in the morning, and there would be battery that was gone. So it doesn't ever actually yeah. go to sleep. It is always listening. And then, of course, the government came out and was like, hey, you can't. Don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. from Huawei. And Greg Walden here, Funko Pro Greg Walden, he works for the IRS. So who? imagine what he does. We don't, we don't really even know what he does. Yeah. Ben ask you. I know. I mean, could you imagine what he's really doing for the government right I now? I work. <laughs> Ooh, he's That's watch, what I'm he's saying. He's watching us. <laughs> he's watching us. Do you know my grandpa? No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> if we only knew what, you know, what yeah. he's really a part of. Have you of received that, that uh, IRS issued AR yet? No, they haven't given me one yet. Okay. I'm just curious where my tax dollars are going. All right, let's get into some spiritual talk and wrap it up here in a few minutes. So I'm going to take this one from my son, Hezekiah. Last night, I was putting the boys to bed. And then um, instead of reading the Bible, I, you know, I, I just played it and we listened to it. But it was good. So I uh, Genesis chapter 4, and I'm going to go from verse 3. Okay, verse 3. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but Cain, uh, on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. So the some versions kind of differ a little bit here and there of what they might say. But basically, here's the idea. Cain brought some, Abel brought his best mm -hmm. in yep. other versions. So Abel brought the best of what he had and gave it to the Lord. Cain basically just brought some. Mm. And so when my son was listening to that, he was saying, yeah, uh, so we're talking about that little truth right there, giving God our best. And so here's what he said. He said, yeah, I was at church the other day and I had a dollar and I didn't want to give my dollar to kids church. Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep it. But he said, I knew I needed to give God my best. So I gave God my dollar and that night my tooth fell out and I got more money. <laughs> right. Then because I gave that dollar away, I got $2 for my tooth falling out. And basically he was saying, I learned yeah. That if I give God my best or when I give God, even when I don't feel like it or I don't want to, God is going to take care of me, reward. You might not always get $2, two for one right. deal with God, <laughs> with God, but he understood that, you know, and that's powerful. And as I start, I'm going to preach, I'll talk about that in one of my first sermons of the year at the church I'm preaching at locally is that I think that's always a great, great mentality to get into at the start of a new year. It's like, am I going to bring give God some of my life this year, mm -hmm. or am I going to give God the best of who I am mm -hmm. and really consider that? And I know it's, it's hard. I mean, there's some days I'm like, God, I'm like, I'm someday that I'm, 
it's so hard to give you my best over and over and over again. And am I doing it? And I want to, and, but I want to challenge the modern Christian dudes, the ladies, if there is a lady that's going to listen to the show um, <laughs> is just to say, you know, enter in uh, each day, at least with the attempt. I know we're not going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but just be like, man, am I giving God, you know, my best, mm-hmm. not just my sum, but my best. And what are those, yeah. what are, I guess are the areas that we are sometimes challenged with where it's hard for us to give God our best in that area. Sometimes it is finances. Sometimes it can be like, man, I know I need to give to the Lord, uh, but it, that in for whatever reason is hard for me to do. You know, that yeah. challenge of tithing and giving the missions and, um, you know, being a generous person overall uh, with, with my resources can be a difficult thing. But I know that God, that if I give God my best, and again, we don't always, we got to be careful there, at least from our theological perspective, because we're not giving just to get something from God. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not giving a dollar because we, we are guaranteed God's going to give us right. $2 later right. that day, but we're giving because we know God deserves our best. So yeah. I thought that was a great story. Right. Shout out to you, Kyle. Yeah. And there, and there are people out there that, you know, they have that, that mentality of if I, if I give God X amount of dollars and he owes me, you know, mm-hmm. but but the attitude of giving should be that we want to give because God Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. Our attitude is I give and I give because I want to give. I ain't give, giving so I so God could owe me or or you know, I give because I want to give. Yeah. And and it's because I, I find pleasure in giving. Yeah. That that and then and then my and then knowing that that what I'm giving is going to reach others for Jesus. That that's mm-hmm. that's be honest. That's that's would be that should be our motivation for giving. Yeah. Is, is we want to please God, we want to honor God, and we want to see his his word get in message of salvation, the gospel being preached throughout the world. That should be our motive for giving. Yeah. yeah. No strings attached, right? No strings no attached. Strings attached, no strings attached. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. <clears throat> it's hard to to give uh, with you know without instant gratification, right? and trusting that God's going to take care of you. Yeah. In ministry, it's hard sometimes to, to see, you know, it's like, God, like I'm like, I'm giving this, I'm giving, I'm giving my time, I'm giving, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm sacrificing this and sacrificing that. And you don't have that instant gratification. You don't, you know, you don't really see the full picture or the full plan a- ahead of you. And it is hard from day to day to give, to give your best, to give, to give that all, because, you know, sometimes it, it feels like you're, you're doing all of these things in vain, Yep. you know, yeah. and that's, that's one of the struggles with ministry that I've found over the last, you know, two years that it's like giving, it's like with youth, you know, and, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's the same with the, the pastor level too. You, mm-hmm. You give your time, you give your effort, you give your wisdom, you get, you know, and d- these different things. And then you just have a kid just disappear. And it's like, oh man, I thought we had a great relationship. You know, I yeah. gave him my time. I gave him, you know, this. And it's like, it's, it's hard. It's, it's so difficult to disconnect the, you know, it's like, well, was that in vain? Right. But, you know, you just have to trust, trust God that what you, what you put, what you put in them, what you, what you gave there is a, is at least a seed for the future, you know, and and that's one of the things that I try I try my yep. hardest to do is <laughs> is not not take those times for granted, yep. and make sure that every opportunity that I have with those kids, those teenagers, that yeah. that I that they will not be able to deny, like yep. if they if they make the the worst decisions in their life and they end up in 
a place that nobody wants into hell. You know, they can't mm-hmm. go like Pastor Ben never never told me. It's like they're yeah. gonna they're gonna hear the truth and they're gonna know it. Yeah. You know, and they're they they're not gonna have any excuses. Yeah. We're not yeah, we're we're you know, everything you do do is under the Lord. So you have to take on that perspective. You know, it's like the other day I was talking to someone who was wanting me to do a funeral for a loved one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and I'll just let's say I'll just I'll say the name Joelstein. Shout out to you, Joelstein, if you're <laughs> listening. But it's basically like that person was like, hasn't been to our church for a while, but they're mm-hmm. like, well, we're going to Joelstein's church now, which right. and it was a, another national yeah. type ministry entity. Yep. And you're like, wait, you're going to, <laughs> you know, you're going to this church, which you're not going to that church, but yeah. watching it online and, you know, but you're not going to church here anymore. And that's kind of a little bit offensive in one, yeah. <laughs> you know, in one sense, yeah. because we've been there for your family. We've actually yeah. made investment in your family. We've taken care of your family and you want me to do this favor for you. And I, I did want to joke. I wanted to be like, well, do you want, you know, Joel, is Joel going to come and be there? Right. We're going to do it together. Do you want me to call him yeah. and plan it out or, you know, kind of thing where I was like, that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. So it is interesting. So you just have to keep investing. You have to keep giving, and keep giving your best, you know, and in due time, we will reap what we sow, you know, yeah. and the, the biggest thought behind that is the, the eternal perspective that we have to take on, you know, that yeah. we're investing into yeah. eternity. And even, even with your, ourselves too, cause I've, I've had situations like that too, where, you know, you, you go, go beyond the call of duty for, for a youth pastor, you know, and helping families in you know difficult financial situations or you know trying to find anyway i I won't say specifics but it is it is hard for you to this is the human side of you you know when when they you you make that investment and then you know they they disappear and then they come back and they do ask and request assistance in in a difficult moment you know, and, and like, I guess it gives good perspective on probably what God feels like. Yeah. Right. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me say this. <laughs> I am not a God. Exactly. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is, is when you, when you treat God like a vending machine, like you only go when you're hungry or, you know, you yep. desperate moments, you only, you only turn to God in desperate moments. Like, like I, like, I feel like I have an, an idea of what, what that feels like because you invest in somebody and you, you, you give them your all and then they, disappear and then they come back when in, they're in crisis you know that's a, that's a hard thing to for my human brain to like okay don't be angry in this moment you know you you, you need i get you know it's it's, it's so hard <laughs> to yeah. not to not have a, a worldly human flesh mindset about that you and know? that's what christmas is god giving his best to us well like right. you, like you said uh when you're talking about the seed you brought up a good point about the seed because uh, uh one of the girls uh that one girl that uh bentley she uh mm-hmm. asked me uh she raised her hand and she's like she has this one friend and i guess she talked to him about her and talked to that person about jesus and she's like oh, i like the devil better and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and i said you know in and so you know again you planting the seed you know you tell them about jesus you planting the seed you may not be the person that, you know, if they ever come to Jesus, you may not be the person that, that leads them to Jesus. Yeah. You plant the seed. Like I told her about the experience I had when I was in the army, I was a brand new Christian, went over to desert storm. And I talked to this one uh, guy in my unit about Jesus. And he pretty much mocked me and, and made fun of me right to my face. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, ah, you know, he's like, he was just really obnoxious and, and just, 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 just right out in your face, making fun of you. Yeah. And he would just mock every time he, you know, he would just mock Jesus and all that stuff. Well, two years goes by. Mm-hmm. And of course, I get reassigned to Korea, 
And like halfway in the Korea, I'm like 10 o'clock at night, hear a knock at the door. I'm like, who's knocking on my door at 10 o'clock at night? Open the door and ask that dude. Yeah. He was a crit. He, he got saved in those two years. He got saved. Yeah. Somebody else or a situation must have got in there. And that seed that was planted, when that other person came in, it sprouted. So he got saved. Yeah. I said, you plant a seed. You, you know, is the person mocks you, whatever. I like, what do I say? I like devil. I said, you pray for that person. Yeah. You pray for that person because God can send somebody their way or a situation that hopefully that they'll respond to. Now, again, they may not respond to it. Again, they have free will. But you never know. They may respond to somebody else, who, but you planted yeah. that seed in their life. In yeah. Their life. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's hard to understand why you go through persecution and, and hard and those hard times too sometimes in it. I, my experience is it always comes it always comes back around. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Like one of my hardest points in life was Utah. You know, I, I went away from, from Utah with the perspective of, you know, what was the point of that? <laughs> I felt like I was like a dog with, with my tail between my legs and not understanding like, and, uh, and then, and then and when everything was revealed, like the big, the big reveal and seeing the perspective of, oh, if this hadn't happened, this wouldn't have mm-hmm. happened. This wouldn't happen. I was like, oh God, well, that's, that's pretty cool. But it's hard to see that when you're in that yeah. moment and you're, you know, it, it's hard to see when you're hyper focused on well, as, as right pastor now. said, we were talking about the, we used, one time, one time we was talking about, you know, being in the kids ministry. He's like, you, you know, even you brought up that, that the kids will actually remember you probably more than the pastor. Yeah. Cause you had that more, in, you had that more close connection with that, yeah. with that kid. And they grow up, you know, maybe 30 years. Been like, man, I remember Ben, he's yeah. my youth pastor. You know, he, you know, he's, he, you know, he helped me get that foundation yeah. or whatever, you know, that, so you're, you know, investing in those kids' life is a very important ministry. You yeah. know, sometimes it, you're like, oh gosh, you know, some, all these kids getting it and stuff. Yeah. But then you know, 30 years down the road, you'd be surprised how those kids yeah. will turn out. Yeah. And know? I, I told, I told myself too. So my mom was a youth pastor, was my youth pastor growing up. She did it for 20 years. And I, you know, I, I saw her heartbroken over so many kids that she's like, I, I taught them better. You know, I, they know better, you know, and, and I told myself, I told that my specific, I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to get a broken heart over a kid that makes his decision to go off. And, but it, it is, it is so hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is so hard when you, you know, you're like, you love them and you, you invest in their life and you tell them about Jesus and you're like, ah, oh, you know better. Why are you making these decisions? Like it does break your heart. Yeah. You know? But on the flip side, you get to see the kid that, that accepts Jesus. Like that, yeah. like that Bentley, uh, she yeah. was in Sunday school. She accepted Jesus right there in that, in that morning. Yeah. And now she's like, she's like talking about, I mean, she's like getting more interested and, yeah. you know, so it's, it's like seeing that happen. That That's, that's, that's what kind of helps keeps you going. Yeah. Give God sure. your best. Maybe yeah. you're supposed to give God a dollar today. Maybe you're supposed to give God your best as a Sunday school teacher for children. Maybe you're yeah. supposed to give God your best as a youth pastor, whatever it might be. The goal is give God your best. He deserves it. Not just some, the best. And that's a good way to live life every day. And it's a good way to start thinking as you begin a new year. So looking at the calendar here, we are getting close. We are how many days away from Christmas? We're one, two, three, four, five days away from Christmas, six, seven, eight, nine, mm. 10, 11, 12 days away from a brand new year. So come on, guys, give God your best. We're the modern Christian dudes. We'll talk to you next time. He's going to leave us with a little Christmas music on the way out. Mm. No Christmas presents this year from Funko Pro Greg Walden. Don't, and it's don't, all right. don't forget to get your wife those tea bags from, tea from bags. Target. <laughs> Boots. Shout out to Target and Joplin. You guys were great. Yay. <clears throat> Merry Christmas, guys.
And Bob Humbug. No, I'm kidding. They didn't give us any sponsorship money for that. Plug. Merry Christmas, everyone. Talk to you next time.